This is our second session now on Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. And I want us to think together about God, um, yeah, God's and Paul's goal that we not be able to boast. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from you. It is the gift of God, not from works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created. Didn't mean to have those separated like that. In Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Father, as we ponder Paul's aversion and your aversion to human boasting, show us why that is and what takes it away. And whether that's good news or not, I ask this in Jesus' great name. Amen. So what we're going to see in Paul's way of thinking is that God saves sinners in a way that, number one, maximizes the praise of his glory and grace. You say the glory of his grace. And that's chapter 1, verse 6. Unto the praise of the glory of his grace. And negatively, to obliterate, obliterate, human boasting in self. So let's watch Paul do his writing, thinking, to show how God's way of saving obliterates boasting. This so that here shows that getting rid of boasting is the purpose of what just went before. So let's just take it a piece at a time. Grace obliterates boasting because as we saw in these preceding verses, by grace you've been saved is inserted right here to show that grace is a response to our not deserving anything because we're lawbreakers and our inability to do anything about it because we're dead. And grace saves us in spite of being unable to do anything and in spite of being undeserving of anything good. And so grace gets rid of boasting. Being saved, passive tense, have been saved. We didn't save ourselves. We got saved by God, which means we were in a horrific condition, according to chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. Dead in our trespasses and sins, walking according to the age of this world, walking in the prince of the power of the air, the devil, 
living in the passions of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the body and the mind. This was our hopeless condition. And we were saved from it, not by ourselves. And that takes away boasting. If you need to be saved and you can't save yourself and God saves you, you don't boast. (laughs) You, You get out on your face and kiss his feet and then get up and leap for joy. Faith, we have seen, is the counterpart to grace because by its very nature, it lets grace be grace. Faith is the human disposition to be glad to be made alive by grace, glad to be saved by grace. Faith isn't the sort of thing that's looking around for something to boast in for itself. Like, I did this. I created myself. I came into being on my own. Faith is very, very happy for grace to be grace and raise us from the dead and forgive our sins. And so faith eliminates boasting. And then faith is a gift, a gift of God. We saw that. And since it's a gift of God, we can't even boast in its creation. We didn't do it. And lastly, in this particular context, it's not from works. All our works before we were made alive were dead works. They didn't have any faith in them. They had no spiritual life in them. All good works, and there are plenty of works that unbelievers do that are good in an external sense, but they're not from faith. They're not from spiritual life. They're not for the sake of God. They're not for the sake of the glory of Christ. And therefore, they are anything but worthy of boasting in. Rather, works now take on a totally different role in the Christian life. We are his workmanship. We didn't write our own poem. We are created in Christ. We didn't create ourselves. We were created for good works, not from or on the basis of good works, which means all of our good works now are the result of Christ's, God's creation in us, God's workmanship in us. Good works now call attention to the grace of God, the powerful, transforming, new creation work of God in our lives. So all of that is designed in order to put away boasting. Let's look at this outside of our text. And before I go outside of our text, just remember that when you obliterate boasting in self, you maximize the praise of the glory of grace. This is what gets the boast now. So here's Galatians 6.14. Far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. So Paul sends boasting far from him, except in Jesus and what he accomplished on the cross. Now, this is a little long, but this is so, so important. I include it all, 1 Corinthians 1. Watch the way God goes about getting rid of boasting and getting boasting for himself, not Ourself. 
For consider your calling. Brothers, not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But, here's here's God's strategy to get rid of boasting. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. There's the, the negative goal of God's election in surprising counterintuitive ways. And then he adds, besides that way of destroying boasting this way, and from him, from God, not yourself, from God, you are in Christ. You didn't put yourself in Christ. God put you in Christ. And in Christ, he became our wisdom. He became our righteousness. He became our sanctification, our redemption, so that, and he's already said the negative, now he says the positive, so that as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. So this is the way of salvation in the Bible. Get rid of human boasting. Get all boasting for the Lord, or as we said here, God saves in a way to maximize the praise of the glory of his grace and to obliterate human boasting. That's the way God saves. Or, very briefly, 1 Corinthians 4, 7, what do you have that you did not receive? And if you received it, why do you boast? As though you did not receive it. You don't boast in the gifts of grace, do you? No, you don't. Please. One more. This is beautiful. Great place to end. 1 Corinthians 3, 21 to 23. So, let no one boast in men. And here comes a very surprising reason. (laughs) I love it. Because all things are yours. You thought this was negative? You thought knocking the wind out of our boasting was negative? (laughs) Oh, Lord. All things belong to the children of God by grace. You don't put your thumbs in your armpits and strut when you're the child of God and own the universe. There's nobody to boast before. You are the heirs of the world, and it's all by grace. Whether Paul or Paulus or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours, and you are Christ. That's why you don't boast in it. And Christ is God's. So, when we read By grace, you've been saved through faith. It's not from you. It's a gift of God. It's not from works. Nobody's going to boast rightly understanding the salvation that God has done. This is not negative. This is glorious freedom to enjoy and boast in the grace of God. Or, as verse 7 says, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now that's something to boast 
in the grace of God shown to us forever.